0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Connections Coffee and Confidence with me, Janice. This is the podcast where I talk about strategic communications, usually messaging and content creation. And so I know that whether you communicate for your business or as your business, you'll find something in this episode that will help you do so effectively. This week I actually have three media relations tips for you to keep in mind for the next time you want to try and increase your visibility. The first one was brought to my attention on Twitter. I never knew this was a thing or else I would have said something earlier and it's about pitching. Now pitching is a big enough topic for several podcast episodes. And in fact, I have an entire course on pitching specifically to podcasts. Now, check my website to see if it's live, or hop on my email list to be notified if it's not. Time seems to be a difficult concept for me to master this summer. Either way, JaniceFulgerty.com. But this episode is not actually about pitching. If you have something that is pitch-worthy, most people will create their pitch, then find the right media outlet to target. As a side note, you should have your idea in mind, then target your media so you can create your pitch with them in mind. That's not actually the tip. That's a bonus. Anyway, let's say you do your media research and you find the best suited journalist to send to. This means that you've checked the media outlet and the reporter online to see what else the journalist has worked on. Are there stories close to what you're pitching? If yes, then you probably know who to send to. But what if there's more than one person covering a certain topic for a media outlet? What do you do? Apparently, people are sending in a pitch, waiting a day or a few days, then sending it to a different reporter, and waiting a few days, then sending it to another reporter, and repeating the process until someone either bites or politely tells them to stop. Maybe not so politely. What happens then is that the initial reporter When they finally get around to seeing your pitch and they think it's interesting, well, someone else may have already caught on and followed up. That's great for you, because you might get some pickup, but that's annoying for them, because now they've wasted their time. They probably won't be interested in hearing from you again, because they'll just expect that someone's already working whatever you've pitched them. They're not scared of missing out on your story, as they have many many other opportunities to explore. You might even find yourself blocked, especially if they do give you the benefit of the doubt and attempt to follow up on another pitch, only to find out that someone else has picked up, once bitten, twice shy, and all that. If you aren't sure, or if there are a few reporters in a single media outlet that you want to target, you can send the pitch to all of them at once. Then they can see who has been pitched, they can discuss amongst themselves, or they can see who's already responded and they know to move in or move on. This tip is actually about being respectful of a reporter's time and inbox. Two things they're often short on. The second tip is around sending media releases. And yes, I say media release, not press release. Because if you think about it, all press are media but not all media are press. If you send a press release, it means that you aren't thinking about TV, radio, or online options as media. Trust me, it's a thing. Okay, it may be my thing, but it is a thing. Anyway, if you have a media release or a feature, don't send it as an attachment. Nobody wants to open a random attachment from a stranger. You might know that you're legitimate, but they certainly don't. Instead, send the link to either the Google document or to a Dropbox. Personally, I use a Google link to the release and I've seen some anecdotal stuff on journalists not liking Dropbox, but a link over an attachment, that's the key takeaway here. If you send an attachment, it might get filtered to the junk email box, which rarely, if ever, gets checked. And that's all your hard work Disappeared. And the third tip well, it's really just a good reminder to you as a small business owner. Not getting coverage is not personal. You creating a new scent for your moisturizer line is wonderful, but it's not newsworthy. You aren't unimportant, or the reporter isn't a jerk if your story isn't covered. Either you didn't mention the fact that the new scent was created to highlight the unique local flora and that you're funneling part of the proceeds back to a community gardening group who will then use the money to protect and maintain the plants, which would be incredibly newsworthy and would definitely get covered by a local journalist. Or you targeted a particular media outlet and your business doesn't in any way pertain to the stories that they cover. Or maybe they just covered something similar a few weeks previously and you're just too late. It could be that something else happened. Breaking news is real. And you get bumped and then forgotten about. There could be other reasons too. And you could have the best relationship with a reporter in the world. It could be that you guys eat breakfast together on the third Saturday of every month. And you have done since you were like 20. A relationship is a fantastic foundation. But you also need relevancy, timeliness. you got to consider the number of people who are going to potentially be impacted or interested. You need to think about what the editor says and what else is happening that may be more relevant or timely, etc. It's not that you're boring, or that you're stupid, or that your stuff doesn't matter. It's not personal. To recap, research your reporter and pitch either the best suited one or a group from the same media outlet at the same time include your release as a link not an attachment and don't take this stuff personally i know this has been a short little episode but these are pretty valuable tips for when you decide to make the leap and contact the media about something you're doing and if you know someone who might find this valuable please feel free to share it with them and if you have an extra minute and want to support this independent podcaster you could leave a rating and a review, which actually really helps this podcast get into other people's ears. And if you want to hear more about how to use what I talk about on my podcast in your business and in your life, why not jump on my email list? You'll find it at JaniceFogarty.com. Until next week, my friend, I hope you have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day.